Hello, friends. This is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. I brought my co-host with me, Christina. Say hello. Hello. And we hope you enjoy this episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast. If you like what you hear, as always, you can check out more by going to FrugalSnobs.com. You can check out all of our video content available on YouTube at YouTube.FrugalSnobs.com. You can check us out on social media at Facebook.com slash FrugalSnobs or on Twitter at FrugalSnobs. And, of course, you can catch this podcast on your podcatcher or podcasting network of choice. And if you have a smart speaker, feel free to ask it to play the Frugal Snobs podcast. As always, folks, be well, never pay retail. And now, on to the episode. Hey, everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Brock, let me say hello. Hello. And welcome to episode 157 of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the President's Day episode. As we record this episode, today is Monday... February 17th, 2020. Happy President's Day. Happy President's Day. What President's Day means to us. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, we have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, really, it's it, we actually tried this yesterday, but due to an unfortunate incident with the podcast recording, uh, we've actually had to record on President's Day, which is actually okay, because some events occurred overnight uh, that we can actually talk about in the episode. So, that's, that's okay. So as we record this episode, folks, you might hear a little bit of a difference in the audio quality because uh, while we try to deliver the best audio experience possible, today we are actually recording from the Frugal Sanctuary in our office where all the magic happens. Is that fair? Yes. All right. So, and the events that occurred overnight that I'm referring to, folks, is NXT TakeOver Portland. So if you are not a sports entertainment fan, eh, hang around for a few minutes uh, during the show and uh, we'll get through it. (laughs) If you are... We want to talk about some of the matches and the match quality. We saw a hot crowd last night. Yes. So it was a pretty cool event. It, it exceeded my expectations. We actually still have to finish it. We only caught four of the six matches on the card, um, but we're going to be actually checking out the remainder of the card um, starting this evening. Um, but I also wanted to bring up, uh, before we get into the bulk of the show, uh, the WWE Network offer that we've talked about before. Yes. It's still available to everybody through the end of February. So, 12 days. Yep. So if you want to get yourself a three-month subscription uh, for a very low price to the WWE Network, you need to go out at participating uh, grocery stores in your area, if you're in the United States, um, and pick up specially marked boxes of Honeycomb or Sugar Smack cereal from Post, featuring the big show, Paul White, or Becky Lynch, on the box. If you pick up three boxes, which are qualifying purchases of these special marked boxes, uh, Christina, you picked up our boxes at a self-checkout option for three separate purchases with yes. three separate receipts. One minute apart. Yes. You'll be able to go to the I think the Expo site and uh, basically scan in, um, after you register, scan in your uh, images of your receipts. You'll be given qualifying points to qualify. You have to have three qualifying points, one for each month, and then you'll be granted a hopefully a 90-day or three-month uh, subscription to the WWE Network. So, really cool. We picked up our uh, 90-day or three-month subscription, and that is how we were able to check out NXT TakeOver Portland. So, I just want to bring that up. For free. For free. That's correct. So, great uh, great crowd last night. Really hot crowd. I really liked the uh, Sam Roberts versus Monsoor dynamic on the pre-show. That Every time funny. Sam Roberts would speak, the crowd would boo. Every time Monsoor would speak, the crowd would cheer just from speaking. It was so funny. It was pretty cool. Um the participation from the crowd was awesome last night. It was really, really good. Felt a lot of good energy, a lot of good vibes, and a title change. That's all I wanted. So, um, folks, uh, check out the WWE Network uh, for this particular pay-per-view. It was really good. Um, Christina, you saw a few 
uh, snippets from uh, from the pay-per-view, uh, a little less than what you wanted to see because of the incident with the previous podcast recording for the episode. Not to um, mention other technical difficulties I went through over the weekend. Yes, other technical difficulties, which we'll talk about, but you are back on track. Yes. And your prequel is finished for Imperial Legends. We'll get yes. to that. But, so from the, the portions of the pay-per-view you saw, um, good, bad, likes, dislikes, would you agree with me that the crowd was hot? Oh, it was electric. It was a hot crowd. The Keith Lee Dajakovic match was really good. Insane. Yes, it was very good. Good sportsmanship at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there were, of course, matches in between. Um, I unfortunately did take a few uh, Zs during part of the Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley match. But the Charlotte inter, uh, interference at, after the match, uh, I shouldn't say interference, I should say the appearance. attack. Yes, the appearance and attack on one Rhea Ripley after a clean pinfall after the Riptide uh, to one Bianca Belair by Charlotte uh, was pretty good. And it looks like Charlotte Flair, baby Flair, is going to go after the NXT Women's title yes. at WrestleMania. So in Tampa. And I do hope they, they decide to use and incorporate and utilize the pirate ship. Uh, at the stadium in Tampa. I've been to that stadium many times where the Bucks play, folks, and they actually fire off the cannons when the Bucks score, so I'm hoping they use that and incorporate that into the WrestleMania theme. So, um, really cool uh, pay-per-view. It was better than I thought it was going to be. And, um, Christina, you actually like the Bowler-Johnny Gargano match. You're a fan of both. Yeah. You have you have wear of both, yes? Yes. Christina, you wear these T-shirts at your, yes. at your Comic-Cons. Yes, so. I do. And you get compliments on them, too. Yes. So... Um, you're a fan of both guys. Were you unhappy to see Johnny Gargano lose? Sorry, folks, if I didn't see it. Johnny Gargano lost. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler alert! Yes. But, we're, but the match itself was awesome. So what would you say? Were you upset at the loss? I would have preferred for him to win. I do have slightly more favor towards him than Balor. Finn Balor. Uh, yes. So... Um, the Prince. So, um, really cool pay-per-view. I mean, we still need to check out the last couple of matches on the card, but I think all in all we were happy yeah. uh, with the with uh, the event last night. It exceeded my expectations, and the grades were off the chart. Yeah. So I mean, really the worst good. grade was B, and it would have got an actual higher grade if there was no interference. And that was the uh, Kai-Nox uh, match, yes. correct? Which was also a really good max, match, max, match for a female match that yeah. had no title on the line. And again, every NXT title was on the line last night. So. And if there would not have been interference, every match would have had an A- minus or higher. You're, you're, you give another spoiler. There was interference in the Noxkai match. If there wasn't, there would have been these grades. But you're implying there was because of the lower grade. Therefore, it bluntly stated in the review. So, by the way, folks, no spoiler, there was interference during the Knox catch. We're rude, it's pay-per-view for everybody. But it was really good. you got to check it out. It was pretty good. And actually, before that, as a bit of a blast from the past with our WWE Network, Christina, you got to see Mr. Perfect versus One Brett the Hitman Hart yes. from King of the Ring 1993. That was insane. It was a good match. It was a very good match with the reversed small package. Really, just a, a turn and shoulder-down movement. It was pretty cool. I'm glad you got to watch the old-school wrestling. And would you agree with me? That wrestling back in the early 90s, different time, different era. Agreed. And I'm glad you got to see a one-on-one face-off type of promo that they used to do. It was, it was a really good... If, if you could have seen anything on that paper, I'm glad you got to see that. That one match, that that pre-match segment with good old mean Gene Oakland. Um, and I just like the Mr. Perfect line, all you Canadians are alike. That was funny. That was really good. So... Um, I'm glad you got to see kind of an old school match before the pay-per-view so you can kind of compare and contrast. I think that's also why I think we kind of like NXT more 
you have more of that old school vibe. Yes. You know, it looks more real. And NXT UK, I have to admit, I like NXT UK. Yeah. Um, Still that old school brawlerish. Well, yeah, it's the British style wrestling looks like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh. Hey. I, I know it's a working punch, but that looks like it hurt. Ooh, her teeth are bleeding. Yeah, they sold it. They sell it, man. And that's all I can say. But anyway, let's move on from, from the wrestling aspect. But check out uh, the NXT TakeOver Portland pay-per-view. It was really good. So check it out, folks. All right, so... Christina, you got your list in hand. Yes, it's actually great that we're doing a presidential kind of episode, because that's a lot of what we have. Yes, but before you do anything else, you have to pay homage and homage to one Rush Limbaugh. You gotta... Yes. You, you gotta... Thank you. That's right, ripple your list. So, before we get into it, folks, um, we, we do want to wish Rush Limbaugh um, every success in uh, in his fight against lung cancer and his treatment. And by the way, Christina, I, I didn't tell you about this when uh, I saw you once I got from work today. I was off. <laughs> um, but uh, on Rush Limbaugh's show today, he was in the house, so to speak. Um, but he's been gone a bit to have a prep for his option for treatment. He didn't discuss what his option was, but he was going through a lot of medical tests and a procedure to prepare for this procedure uh, or his treatment option. So he had to go through a battery of tests to uh, ensure that his body was strong enough for what option he selected. So... He did not discuss it, and that's his business. I'm completely respectful of his privacy, but that's why he's been gone for a while. So thank you for paying homage to Rush. Um, anybody out there, by the way, I just want to make a very clear point. I don't care what your political views are. Christina and I talked about this also on the lost episode. Um, but I want to reiterate it here that it doesn't matter what your political views are. You do not demean someone. You do anyone. not belittle someone, anyone, who is going to be fighting for their lives. You do not do that. They don't need it. And if that's what you're going to do, and you're that much of a low-charactered individual, regardless of your political beliefs, that's wrong. And I, I've seen several instances of that. And it's like, you know what? I think even less of you than I already could, and I didn't think that was possible. So, again, Rush, doesn't matter what the political views are here. We're conservatives. I mean, we're pulling for you, and it's not because we're conservatives. We pull for you because you're a human being. Yes. Is that fair? Uh, my mother is, is going through her own fight with lung cancer, uh, not as advanced as Limbaugh's cancer, uh, but Rush, we definitely um, pulling for you. And anybody out there that, that can't see a human being for a human being, you have issues. That's Agreed. all I'm going to say. So thank you for paying homage with your rippling list. So let's go ahead and start with the list. Um, do you want to talk about the grocery store? Yes. We've had a lot of good savings, folks, at our local grocery store. We've talked about this. We talk about it every episode. It's a running gimmick on the show. Um, but uh, we've had some really good success the past couple of weeks. Free yogurts, really good discounts, and surprising uh, savings on some steamable vegetables as well. Yeah. Uh, so really happy with that. We're just staying in shape, staying healthy. Uh, had some really good savings. Make sure you sign up for your loyalty programs. They really help you out. Uh, they definitely helped us. Is that fair? Yes. All right. And just a couple of things. You actually picked up some really good Valentine's Day savings. Oh, yeah. On some Russell Stover's chocolate. Uh, basically, folks, Christina, you were able to pick up $20 worth of Russell Stover's chocolate for $5. Yes. So 75% off. So really happy with that. Um, also picked up some really good yogurts. Actually, I, I, we picked up a couple of Icelandic yogurts. I like mine. You guys still have to eat yours. Um, and a couple of Greek yogurts as well. Happy with that. Roasting vegetables? That's Yes, we just talked about that as well. But yes, it's a good healthy option. But yes, the roasting vegetables were a great surprise. Um, you'd be surprised how expensive food is. <laughs> $3 for a bag? Yeah. 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 Well, it's okay because Mike Bloomberg seems to think that he can teach anybody to be a farmer. 
We'll talk about it on a future episode, folks. If you haven't seen the media coverage on it yet, I'll, I'll talk to you about this later, Christina. Because I saw this. You need morning. to update me on this one. Sure. Okay. So I'll do it right now for everybody. So, <laughs> so apparently, some recordings have come out of Michael Bloomberg discussing farming as being—I'll put it in a nice way—agrarian uh, society is low-skilled. He said he could teach basically everyone, including the people that were at this uh, particular gathering, to be a farmer. You, you dig a hole, you put in a seed, you cover it with dirt, you pour some water, and up comes the corn. That's what he said. That's what he said. He could teach everybody how to be a farmer and that farming is really not that important and that be, being part of the knowledge economy or the information economy requires more skills, more critical thinking. And by the way, I just wanted to, re- to tell everybody that I went to college in Texas, and I can tell you we had an agribusiness program. Um, the... Um, other colleges in, in the western states, including like Texas A&M, is known for agri-science. So, yes, agriculture is a science. Having to understand how crop yields work, how weather patterns work, how to optimize resources, how to optimize land, how to optimize your crop yield to feed so many people, that's all science, folks. That's critical thinking. So, um, is that enough of an update for you? Yes. <laughs> so, and all of our listeners. So, okay. But, yes, apparently, you can teach anybody to be a farmer. So that that upset me, especially coming from the my background, you know, with farmers and my family. Salt of the earth, people. We talked about it on the last episode. We'll talk about it here. So okay, we went through the the grocery store stuff. We went through the NXT takeover, Portland uh, pay per view. Uh, thoughts on that? So what else you got on your list? What's on your list? How about the Pelosi? Yes, it is President's Day. I'm not talking about Nancy Pelosi, the State of the Union, and the awarding of the Presidential Medal of Freedom. So, I'm talking about that too much on the, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, that is, too much on the uh, the episode that's now been lost to the archives. But let's go ahead and talk about that. The, the, the stunt of Nancy Pelosi tearing up the State of the Union. Stop that. Don't even do that. Um, she looked apoplectic on the State of the Union. Oh, she was yeah. talking to herself, looking around. It was ridiculous. I mean, okay, so, and then she says that she did it because there's no truth in it. Okay, so there was truth in the House impeachment charade. There was truth in, in the FISA warrants. There was truth in all of the, the doctored evidence for Donald Trump. There was truth in the paid-for Russian dossier. Really? You're going you're to say there's no truth in the State of the Union when all the things that occurred with the impeachment were all engineered from a lie? Really? Ugh. Unbecoming. Unbecoming of a, of a politician. Unbecoming. It's okay, because uh, in November, it's all going to be over. Exactly. That's right. Oh, we'll talk about that with the primaries, too. So what else you got other than Nancy Pelosi? I want to talk about. I'm getting mad. It says impeachment acquittal, and so the impeachment was a complete farce. We got to the acquittal a couple of weeks ago, folks. We knew we were going to get to the acquittal. It really shouldn't be a news item. It was ridiculous. It wasted time. And um, you know, on that note, I want to talk about the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Is that okay? Yes. So Rush Limbaugh, who we've talked about already, uh, was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Uh, was presented by Melania Trump, the most beautiful first lady, um, and. I've heard a lot of rumblings in the media and from co-workers as well who have said, what did Rush Limbaugh do to earn the Presidential Medal of Freedom? Um, has anybody went and looked at the list of recipients for the Presidential Medal of Freedom? It's a, it's like just, it's also celebrities and things like that. There's stand-up comedians that have received it. So to say, well, what has Rush Limbaugh done for America to, to deserve the medal? What have all these other people done other than, than gained fame? Yeah, a lot of folks. You could say the same thing in terms of recipients for. So be careful, folks, and what you what you look at and what you criticize. If you go back to history, you're gonna look you're gonna look pretty stupid. I don't want to say stupid, but foolish. Yes, Is that fair. Yes. Um, so uh, I also want to point out something else. This medal of freedom, 
It is called the what Medal of Freedom? Presidential. Meaning, who decides on who the recipient is? The president. And therefore, doesn't that also mean that if you believe that this recipient should not receive the medal, does your opinion actually matter? No. Are you involved in selecting the, the recipient? No. Are you in any way in control of who the recipient is? No. Nope. Do you have any right or opinion to the recipient? No. So to all of you out there that believe that Rush Limbaugh did not deserve the Presidential Medal of Freedom, shut your mouths because you have absolutely no opinion and your opinion doesn't matter because you are not the president. Yes. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. You like that, liberals? You are not the president. Ugh, the downtrodden. The, the why isn't my life going better? It's because he didn't work very much for it. And now you want to take things from everybody else like a socialist and steal everything. Ugh, I, I'm getting upset. State of the Union, I really liked it. It was pretty good. Um, I think that it was very bipartisan. It was, it was not really, it was actually very partisan. It wasn't even bipartisan, Frank Stretch of the Imagination. Um, I, I really liked the comments that were made about healthcare being a right of law-abiding Americans and not illegal aliens. That was good. And again, there was never any mention of illegal immigrants or undocumented residents. It was simply worded as illegal Aliens. And I'm fine with that. Hope we didn't lose listeners over it, but hey, think what you will, I speak the truth. Yes. Do they break the law by being here? Yes. Doesn't matter if you committed a, a horrendous felony or any other kind of misdemeanor of any type in terms of what is tangible. Your very presence breaks federal law. Therefore, you are a criminal whether you like to, well, admit it or not. So, I mean, what can I say? Think what she will. I speak the, the truth. truth. All right. What else you got on the list? I'm getting upset. How about the Daytona 500? Yes. Yesterday kicked off the NASCAR season. And, of course, you know, all of those you know Democrats and all the liberals think that all conservatives and Republicans are all banjo-picking farm types. And all we do is watch NASCAR and drink beer. Well, this might be another uh, – how do I put this? This might be a yeah, – uh, substantiation of that, I guess, um, in that Donald Trump was the master of ceremonies, the Grand Marshal yesterday, um, at the uh, 2020 Daytona 500 to kick off the season for NASCAR. Um, I'm not saying NASCAR is that that type of sport, but there is some association with that. Uh, I've been to several Daytona 500s myself, having lived in Florida, been to a few. Um, there's been some times when my dad would get upset because his beer now had racetrack bits in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because when the cars come around, you know, the terminators sitting in, you know, they. they creates, you know, upswell of stuff. And, and in his beer company, it's mad. He's like, oh, my $12 beer has racetrack bits in it. Ugh. So, you can drink it anyway. For 12 bucks, you betcha he did. <laughs> so, um, at any rate, uh, being the, the, the Grand Marshal, being able to uh, provide the announcement of starting one's engines, so to speak, uh, they also did, I hear, heard a few audio clips this morning from the Brian Kilmeade show uh, from folks who were at the event, and they were all excited that, that President Trump was there. It's pretty cool. And, Christina, you were telling me that he took the presidential limo out of the track. Lap. That's awesome. I will say a few years ago, back in the 90s, my dad was actually able to take his grand marquee onto the track as well, since my great uncle was working the event, and was able to at least, you know, hit one of the turns with his grand marquee. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, my father's Lincoln um, town car did not make it, but... His previous car, his his uh, Mercury Grand Marquis, which is based on the same frame, built on the same frame as his Lincoln Town car, has experienced the power of the Daytona International Speedway. So yes, my father's previous car has been driven at the Daytona International Speedway. 
That is awesome. I think I told you that, didn't I? No. Yeah. So I guess I guess I, I thought I did. No. Yeah. So my dad went and dropped off my my great uncle, his uncle, of course, uh, at the event. My my great aunt and great uncle were living in um, uh, Hollywood, Florida, I believe, and um, he went and drove my great uncle to the to the event. Dropped him off because he was working at the event, and he got to take his car out on one of the turns. That's cool. Yeah. So that's right. Get that. Get that. Get that Mercury power. Right. So <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, that's a big car too. <laughs> so, anyway, um, that that was pretty cool. Um, but again, they're gonna say, "Oh, it's wasting taxpayers' money." Yeah, and tying things up into lies, deceit, deception, and months of impeachment activity wasn't wasting taxpayer money. Pot kettle, exactly. Pot kettle. Um, and by the way, you're you're criticizing a man who doesn't take a salary for being president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, I just wanted to point something out to everybody. Um, can we go ahead and, and take care of the uh, take the house? I was going to do that next because we're going to transition to the primaries. Gotcha. Okay, so I don't want to go like from the list verbatim. Um, want to give us a little time uh, to speak, but uh, so can we talk about the take the house? Yes. Com? So Christina, you've actually we're actually sitting in the office right now. Christina, you went to right here on your handy dandy Christina. Computa. Uh, yes. Uh, went to on one of your massive displays. <laughs> um, these things are massive, folks. We don't mess around with frivolous knobs. So, on one of your massive displays, you are you have brought up in a browser takethehouse.com. Yes. yes. So, folks, I had actually learned of takethehouse.com from Matt Gates. Uh, so, on a on a radio segment, but uh, folks, um, in an effort to take back the House of Representatives in November, I would encourage everyone out there who is conservative. To go to takethehouse.com, sign up, um, and give whatever support you can. Christina and I have proudly signed uh, up as well for Take the House. Yes? Yes. And um, I just want to point something out, folks. Um, people say that Rush Limbaugh didn't deserve the Presidential Medal of Freedom because what has he done for the American people? I'll tell you what he's done. He has been the voice of the conservative movement in this country for as long as I can remember. I remember being a kid, uh, being raised on his show. So, again, I'm the Alex P. Keaton in my generation. Yes. So... Um, and I have a cousin named Reagan. I wonder why that is. <laughs> so, and I'm not joking, folks. I do have a cousin named Reagan, and you can guess who she's named after. Anyway, um, you can say what you wish about Rush Limbaugh not deserving the Presidential Medal of Freedom. One, it's not really your decision, so by default, your opinion doesn't actually matter. Um, and to be fair, neither does ours, right? I mean, we're, we're affirming the decision, but would our opinion really matter one way or the other? No. Because we're not the president, right? So if you have a dissenting opinion, don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm just really honest. Don't care. Just don't care. Um, but the other item I just want to talk about is what has Rush Limbaugh done for the American people? A lot. Ask yourself this. What have all the Congress people done for you? They've spent your the effort for you electing them to the House of Representatives not to advance an agenda for the constituents in their districts. You, the American people. They've spent their time playing partisan politics to impeach a president who was ultimately acquitted. So what have your Congress people done for you? Pot kettle. Now, all right. Got to take, take the house. <laughs> yes, so what about the primaries? I'm, I'm on it today. Oh, yes, the New Hampshire primary and the Iowa caucus. <laughs> so the Nevada event's coming up, uh, I believe, this coming weekend, I believe. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk about Iowa and... Uh, I just wanted to, to mention here that Joe Biden's crazy. Yeah. With his whole, uh, have you ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a dog-faced pony soldier. What, what, what is that? It's ridiculous. You got crazy Bernie Sanders running around wanting to steal everybody's money. 
plunges even further into debt. The country only takes in $4 trillion a year. Green New Deal, healthcare for all is going to basically bankrupt us for the next, I think, I think they were, they're, basically if you look at the, the stats, the next 30 to 40 years. So basically, you know what you're going to be doing, folks? If this happens and socialism takes over in this country, you are actually going to be working to lose less money and never make a dime. So that people who never worked for anything, never tried very hard, and never became anything can steal from you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. What? Nothing. I'm honest, right? Yes. I mean, you have Pete Buttigieg, who came out of Iowa. That was a debacle. Who we believe, you know, of course, won, uh, won the Iowa caucus, followed by Bernie Sanders. Now you have Bernie Sanders winning in New Hampshire, which isn't really going to matter because... Buttigieg still has a higher delegate count by four delegates, and now we're going into the Nevada event. And I just want to point out one thing about Donald Trump also. So Donald Trump, I mean, in theory, was running virtually unopposed in yeah. the primary in New Hampshire. If you're an incumbent, the primaries don't really matter that much to you. You're the incumbent, right? So um, I just wanted to point out that I've heard a statistic. Again, not an official statistic. Statistics in general are skewed. But I've heard a, a number that Donald Trump received in New Hampshire, 118,774 votes. Now, all, from what I've heard, all Democrats combined that were up for the primary in New Hampshire, if you took all the votes cast for all the Democrat candidates and multiplied it by two, you still would not equal that 118,774 number. So, by comparison, Obama did not get that same number for the incumbent um, candidate uh, in 2012. President Reagan did not get that same number for his second term, for which he carried 49 states. Did you see what I said? Yeah, 49 states. Yes, yes. One of the most beloved Republican presidents since Abraham Lincoln. Okay, oh, but, but wait a second. Abraham Lincoln, whose claim to his presidency was, of course, the Civil War, obviously, and trying to wrap all that up, you know, reuniting the country and the Emancipation Proclamation to free the slaves, so to speak. But remember, the Republicans were conservatives. We're we're all racists. We're all bigots. Please. 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 Stop vilifying the people that unite this country and carry us forward. We tell the truth. If you don't like it, don't really care. Anyway. Do you see the hypocrisy in this? Yeah. I mean, hello. Republicans are evil. You're racists. You're bigots. No. We're Americans who work hard, and work hard every day. We work hard for everything we have, and the only thing we ask is that you work hard, too. If you want money, go earn it. Don't steal it. Because that's what they do. They steal it. That's right. Socialists and the liberals, which are now totally, like, whack-job socialists, yes, want to steal from you people. They do. I don't... Okay, let me give you an example. Did you pay for college? Yes. I paid for college. I paid for grad school, too. Did my parents give me a dime? No. No. I left home at the age of 18. I was told to get a job, go to college, or do both. Okay? So, no one gave my dad anything. Middle child, five boys, grew up on a farm in western Maryland and worked his butt off every single day of his life to have everything. Put himself through school. Has had a 42, that's right, 42-year career in the telecommunications industry. Okay? And still working. And looking to retire. Well deserved, by the way. He's lived a full, good life. Give me a full and good life to live and show me what life could be like. But never gave me a thing. Alright? So, if we had to pay for college, why should 
we be paying for other people to send their kids to college. Yeah. That is your job as a parent to plan for that. Don't make me raise your kids. Exactly. Yeah, you like that, liberals? I'm having to raise your kids. I was raised well. You should probably consider that. And, you know, here's the sad part. I'm probably the age of some of these millennial parents now. With yeah. Kids who are getting ready to go to college. Right? Yeah. Why am I raising their kids? Seriously, why am I raising other people's kids? Why am I paying the financial burden to raise someone else's child? You should have planned for that. Any good parent would. Or, if you didn't plan for it, help your children be successful so they can fend for themselves. Yes. All right. I got to move on from this because it it gets me fired up, as you can tell. Easy. Talk about your Hawaii bill. Yes. By the way, the the video is out, folks. Please do check out YouTube. Subscribe, huh? It helps (laughs) us out. Um, I know everybody checks out this podcast as loyal listeners across all of the podcasting universe. We're everywhere. But please do check out the video content. Go to youtube.frugalsnobs.com if you haven't already, folks. And subscribe. You can check out all the videos also at frugalsnobs.com, of course, uh, with our updated uh, video widget. Um, hopefully that, that helps out everybody a little easier. But come on, folks, check it out. The video is out for the Hawaii Bill. We did release the audio for this bill, I believe, on the last episode, episode 156 of the podcast. But the video is out the door. You can enjoy this bill. We definitely enjoy it as part of the collection. And the cool part about this bill, not only is it a World War II bill, but it was also issued at a time when Hawaii wasn't even it wasn't even a state yet. And by the way, speaking of the Pearl Harbor thing with Hawaii and the reason for this bill being issued um, as a response to the Pearl Harbor attack, I believe one of the last surviving USS Arizona crew members died yesterday. There's only two left now. There were three. Wow. So, yeah, sorry. I caught that on the news this morning. See what happens when you're off on President's Day? You spend a lot of time <laughs> listening to the news. So, um, but yeah, there's only two remaining service personnel from the USS Arizona. So, anyway, um, the the uh, the review is out. Please do check it out, folks. It helps us out. Subscribe while you're there. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. And if you like what you hear, come on, folks. Give us a review. Yeah. Five stars helps. All right. Ask us questions. Yes. In fact, we've actually been able to engage pretty nicely on our stream on YouTube by helping people out in terms of uh, responding to reviews uh, when we've done a good job or giving people advice or giving uh, tools and, and opportunities for people to learn more about currency, things like that. So, uh, the Starnet Hunter was pretty cool. That's a pretty cool uh, tool that we found. Um, so definitely help us out, folks. It really does. I mean, all the efforts that we get that go into this, whether it's Christina's books and producing this show, which she does a great job at, or myself and trying to be a very vibrant and uh, voice of reason for the, the masses. Um, we do our best. We really do while having, you know, regular jobs and just trying to live life every day. So what else you got on the list? Is that it? Uh, just my stuff. Oh, well, we don't want to forget about your stuff. So we don't. I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being honest. That's the last thing we got. That's right. So, Christina, you have re- you have finished writing your prequel for Imperial Legends, yes, right? Yes, I'm getting it. Uh, finalized and typed up. Yes, and you also recovered from a little bit of a data loss over the weekend. Again, randomly broke files. Weird stuff happened, but you recovered. Yes. So we're happy with that. The prequel is coming, folks. You have some dates you want to talk about, but before we do that, yes, I just wanted to say that if you check out imperialegends.com, folks, Christina has updated the website, including a widget for her videos, yes. which are available on her YouTube channel. She'll be releasing additional content very soon, but a couple of videos are out there for everybody. Check them out, subscribe, 
Come on, folks. It helps out the entire effort, whether it's the Frugal Smells podcast or Christina's book series. Look, we're a unit. We're a team. Any good any good group of people would be. If you're a unit and a team, support each other. Yes. And you can all support us as well. So, at any rate, there are videos available at YouTube for Christina's channel, and they're also available uh, by going to imperiallegends.com, and you can check out the videos, click through, and also subscribe. Yes. Is that fair? Um, so, the videos are out there. Also, uh, like I said, you've updated the website. You've taken We've taken out the... Um, the Google Map version of for your next show. Um, it's a cool little tool. We have it in the hip pocket if we need it. But we decided instead to opt solely for social media, powering your events on yes. the calendar. That being from Facebook, so there now is a new upcoming events widget on the website right on the homepage, and it gives everyone access to the events being posted with the calendar invites from Facebook. Yes. And you can easily click through and also like a post or like an event, and also make sure you want to attend. So, Christina, that being the case, you're getting more and more stuff online, and it yes. passes it right through the website. It's a little easier, a little easier for everybody else also involved, not just you. Yes. So let's talk about some of your events you got coming up. All right. The first one we have is Nerd Fest. And that is at Crooked Run Brewing. Yes. Is that correct? March 21st. March 21st from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes. I just wanted to point out something really quick before we go any further. We went to Pixel Jam last October together. That was a cool event, man. It's a cool brewery, folks. Crooked Run is awesome. I have not tried the beers yet. I'm going to try them, and I'll probably review them for the channel. Don't worry. But every time I've gone there, at least with you, whether I've been with you personally or kind of just there in support and doing other things, I've always had to purchase something. So the Spiegel Out that we featured on the YouTube channel for some of our quick drink reviews, folks, that is from Crooked Run Brewing. And I also bought the Tulip Glass last time we were there, but that's a cool venue. Oh, it is. There's, there's several different small businesses there, also in the same space. So it's, it's a pretty cool uh, place, folks. If you're in Northern Virginia, check out Crooked Run. It's pretty neat. They have a stage for bands. Yes, and um, we actually had some, some decent success last time you were there for Pixel Gym. You sold a few copies of the book, and you sold it at a brewery. Yes. You just went there to hang out for an event, and you actually did pretty well. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that you don't do well at events. I'm just saying for a brewery, putting your books where other people aren't, you did well. Yes. So, okay, so that is March 21st, right? Yes. From 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Then what you got after that? After that, we have Seal City Comic Con in Monroeville. Pennsylvania from April when to when? April 17th to the 19th. Okay. Um, I'm going with you to this event as yes. well. Well, I'm not going to the actual venue. I will be with you and support them. I'm going to Monroeville with you. We need to check out Permani Brothers while we're up there. We might need to make a stop and grab a couple sandwiches and some salads on the way home. Booth 07. Yes. I'm oh, sorry. I'm all fixated on Permani Brothers and getting myself <laughs> a, a sandwich. And That's right. It's 07. So you're not in the same spot you were back in August of, Very nine, close. of 19, but you're close. So, uh, and you will have the prequel at that time, so come out and support Christina, will you? It's right now her first and only time this year, for the time being, yes. at a Steel City Con this year. Yeah. That may change, but for now, it is her It is her first time in 2020 there, not her yes. first time there, but her first time in 2020, and possibly her <laughs> only time in 2020. Yes. So make sure you come out and support her. Yes, and then the following weekend, I am at... A um, library comic con at the, for the Fairfax County Public Libraries. Gotcha for libraries. The yes. libraries. <laughs> and what, what's the date? The twenty fifth of April. April twenty fifth. Ten to three. Ten a.m. to three p.m. Eastern time. Do you need to step away? I heard you trying yeah. to clear your throat. Jeez. Right. <coughs> there I we go. Ask you to step away, but we need a cough button. Yes, That'll be it. <laughs> so April twenty fifth from ten a.m. to three p.m. Folks. Um, we should. Uh, we've actually had some really good success at some library events. We'll also be informing everybody when we head up to Southern PA. Hopefully, we'll be hitting up the uh, Waynesboro 
um, I believe it's the Alexander Hamilton yes. Lower Library in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. Hopefully in June uh, for the town festival up there. Really cool. We actually, I think we should probably go and check out the actual events around the venue as well. But oh we'll, yeah, we'll bring it. We'll bring that up to everybody once we get that booked. Hopefully, and more, in more information. Yep. So what's going on in May? In May we have Marvel Night at the Rust Library in Leesburg, Virginia. Which I am not going with you. By the way, this is also from seven to ten p.m. Yes, I believe. Um, I'm not going with you because I will lose my mind at this yes. event. So I am not going with you with all due respect, but I will be there with you in spirit. So come out and support Christina. Didn't you say they had over a thousand people? At the last one, yes. Wow. For three hours. Yes. Cool. All right. What else do you have? The last one on the list is... You have two. Five. You have two. You have one for... for sorry. You have two. You have this one you're about to tell us about, and you have one in September, right? Yes. I'm only going up to June because I don't oh. have it on Facebook yet. Sorry. Okay. So the last event that you have documented. Yes, it's Sci-Fi Valley Con in Altoona, Pennsylvania, June 12th to the 14th. Right, and I'm also going with you to this event as well. The, the Frugal Stumps will be in, in the house full force, and it's your hometown. Yes. So it should be interesting. Blair County Convention Center. Yes. This will be interesting. And uh, I'll be spending some time with your parental units, and hopefully we're okay. <laughs> You'll be with me for the show, though. Oh, thank goodness. I just, want, I just want them to feed us for the, this couple of days. Like, I want some Chinese food, some pizza. I want to have some good cheater days for a yes. few days. So, it'll be good to see the, see your family. So, we, we don't see them that often. You know, it's not as close as people think. And even the Monroeville event for Steel City is a hike for us. Yes. So, um, but again, folks, uh, Christina, you got some stuff going on. You have some events coming up. Also, you have one in September. But we'll get to that. G-Riot. Yes, G-Riot in uh, Silver Spring. Yes. Maryland. We'll get to that in a future episode, folks, once it gets documented and posted. But, folks, I mean, please get out there and support Christina. It, it really helps both of us out. It's an inspirational message. It helps people. Um, whether you purchase a book, you purchase an audiobook, you purchase a piece of art, um, it, it, it's an electric type of atmosphere at some of these things. And oh, yeah. Christina took it from a concept to an actual product line, which is pretty cool. So come out and support her. It really does help her out. It helps us out. And um, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it definitely is helpful for everybody. Find me on Facebook at Imperial Legends Series. That's right. Facebook.com slash Imperial Legends Series. And you can also find, of course, the book series at ImperialLegends.com. And uh, also, folks, if you are part of Christina's uh, mailing list for her distribution list, hopefully Christina will be getting something out to the masses. In the near future. In the near future. Again, you don't want to spam people. We don't do that, folks. That's not what we do. We inform. We educate. We entertain. We yes. don't spam. All right, you want to wrap us up? Yes. All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed episode 157 of the Frugal House Podcast on President's Day 2020. As always, be well. Never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other.